Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi everyone, it's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. And now, your main event. Introducing the hosts of Wrestling with Freddy, Jeff Dye and Freddy Prince Jr. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with Friends. I'm your host, Freddy Prince Jr. With me, as always, is Mr. Jeff Dye, a.k.a. Lord Joffrey, tag team partner of William Regal or Stephen Regal. He loved him no matter what gimmick he was rocking. Let's start the show. Mr. Jeff, how are you? Good, what sir. What up, bruv? How you feeling? Feeling pretty darn good. I'm a little grayer, a little older, but I might not be any wiser, but I still feel good. I got at least... At least three decades left on this planet 80, before it's done with. Give me. you eighty more years. At least three. Eighty more years. Eighty. Yeah. I don't want to be around eighty more years. We need dude. you, dude. We need you. Do we want to live forever? Is that or do we do we embrace the fact that it ends? You want to live to see Rocky and Charlotte get like ninety, and then you can go. I'll be old as a mug. I'll be old, old as hell. I don't know that old man. Maybe just to see if they want to have kids. To see grandkids. There you go. No, that's that's easy. And old enough that they won't that they won't cry too hard when I'm gone. They got to be old enough where they can deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, when when they turn ninety, they'll be old enough to deal with it. Yeah, they they might be old and grumpy by then <laughs> and hate me. <laughs> Anybody knows me long enough. That's ridiculous. <laughs> it's bound to happen. <laughs> ridiculous. Well, you've got me thinking introspectively today, and I think today's episode should should work off that theme and we should talk about the value of writing storytelling in ring and out of ring in the professional wrestling business for those of you who don't know i wrote for the wwe on two different stints and tried to help wrestlers write their own promos more the second time i was there i love professional wrestling i'm the first to acknowledge when the when the writing's not where it should be but sometimes they get it right you and i might disagree on a lot of these but i think it's important for us to discuss the main things that are important in making us care, right? You have to have an emotional investment and a business investment. The audiences are smart now. If they don't think you're behind the talent, they're not going to get behind the talent. 
Second is character development, which will probably be your favorite. Whether you're coming up with a gimmick profession type wrestling, like in the 80s, whether you were an IRS agent or a, or a hockey player or a half man, half beast or whatever you were, or if you're using your name and you can simply and eloquently explain to me why you want to wrestle. That's your character development, why you're here, what shaped you, what broke you, what inspired you to come back. All those things are important. Thirdly, building anticipation of matches, not just giving us the match right away, making us want the match. Boxing promoters are famous, infamous for doing this for way too long to the point where both guys are past their prime and we don't want to watch them fight anymore. Look at uh, Floyd Mayweather, Manny Pacquiao, for an example of that. Also, there has to be a resolution to this. And the best way to do it is for both people to come out looking good regardless of the winner and loser, right? You want to, both guys in the match or both girls in the match need to get over, right? That's the, that's the resolution of it. And then the in-ring stuff, the, the in-ring psychology, the stories they're going to tell. Is it an injury storyline? Is it a comeback storyline like Jimmy Connors in Wimbledon back in the 80s when he was like 43 and made this crazy run to, I think, the semifinals or quarterfinals, but people legit were started to believe and think he was going to win. You could equate that to the Rey Mysterio storyline of him having to climb the mountain time and time again. Can he do it this time? And he finally makes it, but he can't hold on because he's too small. The bigger guy always kills him. All these types of things help drive the stories that we've loved. And so today, I'm not just going to talk the whole time about how to tell a story. We're going to talk about some of those stories. And a lot of them are from the era that you love the most, the Attitude Era. Now, my philosophy on the Attitude Era is they only had a couple good stories. I was not a fan of the writing back then. And I know I'm in the minority. And I know every you can say, oh, you suck, Freddie, you're a pin. Totally cool. It just, for the most part, wasn't for me. Like the, the Black Wedding, things like that. Like those <laughs> things just didn't, they didn't work They definitely for swung me. for the fences However, on a lot of those they definitely swung for the fences. I'll give it to them for that. But they did have a couple. And that's what we're going to get into today. Jeff, just off the top of your head, what are a couple of your or your very favorite storylines from that from that era? Kane and Undertaker. Revenge is always a good story. And then Stone Cold versus Vince as far as like just the just terrorizing his boss. I liked that a lot. I'm trying to think. I did like when they would make it a country thing for whatever reason. Maybe I was just young or something, but the Canada versus America versus Puerto Rico, which was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty The good. Los Bariquas were literally like Puerto Rico had been a part of America for over 100 years, and they're waving a flag like it's a whole separate country. And then the fans are making it. It's almost like they're not aware that it's part of America. <laughs> so it's kind of a funny I don't know. I thought that was hilarious. There have been plenty of bad ones as well. To me, one of the one of the most infamous bad ones was who's trying to kill Stone Cold Steve Austin, <laughs> and it ends up it was a the a who done it for the WWF or WWE maybe by then, and it ends up being Rikishi. And for those of you who don't know, Rikishi was is very gigantic human being with the biggest ass that I've ever seen on any human. And he was famous for smashing that big booty in people's faces. Oh, yeah. Ass so he, big, Kanye West would have dated him. So, yeah. So, to me, this was a trickier a trickier time. I will, I will say this. Just about everything they did with mankind should have failed. And the fact that they pulled it off 
at such a high level with this dude and credit to him because the stories and writing are ridiculous. It has to be his caricatures and characters, which are two different things. Mm -hmm. And it's not just because of the spelling. It's, it's important people understand how fine a talent Mick Foley was. I don't know if he could act in a movie. Okay. I don't know if you gave him a scene, if he'd be able to break it down and give you a, an, an eloquent performance in, in a mainstream movie. But what he was capable of doing, especially with mankind, how do you feel sorry for a serial killer with a leather face mask? Yeah. How the hell can you make me feel sorry for you? But he did it at the highest level to where he came off vulnerable and scared and meek. And he just needs a friend. Seems sweet. And he looks the way he looks. Yeah. To me, he's. There were very few attraction wrestlers, right? The Undertaker being the last one. Bray Wyatt, you could say. You could argue Bray Wyatt. But the one that was the most fun, the one that was the most special, and he may not be my favorite, but the one that was the most fun was always mankind. For mankind to. To dude love, dude love was the man. Dude. He was he was like the lost Beaches brother or something. <laughs> like he was the man all the way to Cactus Jack with that great line. I'd what is I'd rather fight a man than love a woman. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, what? I would never rather do that. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I was in the middle of puberty when he's saying that, but I still cheered and rooted for this dude because he was so committed to each and every one of these multiple friggin' personalities in his head. You gotta love mankind. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together, and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr. And on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, Stay Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. 
This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. My buddy, uh, fellow comedian Brad Wenzel, he's married and his wife lets wrestling be his like thing. You know, you know, like wives and husbands have to just say, hey, you know, that's what my that's what my spouse likes. Just let them have it, whatever it is, you know. Yeah, I'm in one of those. Yeah, every I think every marriage is, you know, it's like you say, yeah, we like different things and that's OK. It's a, it's whatever. You, you don't tease them about it. It's just let them have what they like. You love the person and not all their things. But so here's the thing. My buddy Brad Wenzel, he, uh, his wife just never understood how he could love wrestling. She thought it was so stupid. She saw how much time he was watching and she just couldn't believe it. What eventually made her come over and be a wrestling fan was the fact that Mick Foley could play Dude Love, Mankind, and Cactus Jack in the same episode of a wrestling. Maybe it was a pay-per-view when he came out to the Royal Rumble, I think, as all different characters. And she saw the way... She saw the way that like we treated that one man who's clearly got multiple personalities or schizophrenia or whatever the character's supposed to be. We we the way we saw it as three different people, like, yeah, dude loves here now, which is like so funny. She was like, Oh, I get it. I get why this is fun and why this is silly. So like it it was it's almost like Dude Love Cactus Jack and Mankind fit the bill of of mankind's kind of lovable, like I'm, I'm st- struggling with who I am. It kind of fit the storyline of like, oh, when he wants to be cool, he's dude love, and when he, when he, when he's got to do business, he's Cactus Jack, and the real guy's kind of mankind, like this, like tortured, have a nice day, you know, kind of guy. So, I think that that character is is super complex, even if they didn't mean for it to be. We might be giving them too much credit. But it is okay, really, that's a fair point too. really layered if you if you if you want to believe that about him. If if they did get lucky, and I believe they did, that's even more credit to Mick Foley. Sure. Because then it's it's ninety nine point nine nine percent on him. I mean that that promo he did in the bowels of that that arena with the rat. It was Jim yeah. Cornette's what was that? Like rat. in the boiler room or something? The boiler room. Yeah, yeah. And they were gonna have a boiler room brawl. I think was <laughs> yeah. the name of the match. Never been done before. It's perfect. But all that, like his voice, even in that promo, like it's he's not trying to scare anybody. He's just explaining like what's gonna happen. And it also just seems like he doesn't really want to be that guy. He's he's yeah. he seems like a sweet he guy. Has he's, to. he's been pushed into a corner and now he's got to fight. He's like, nah. he's ripping his hair out. He tells like, people to have a nice day, uh, man. Like he wants everyone to be happy. It's really good. <laughs> nice it's a lot day. of dude love in mankind. Oh, for a sure. A lot of dude love. To me, the very worst storyline, not the worst, but one of the worst, was between Kurt Angle and Booker T. And it's a shame because their matches were... I'll say this for the Attitude Era. I think I've said this before. Their matches are the best. The best. It was the storylines that made me want to change the channel because they were ridiculous and beyond the, beyond the pale, all right? But this one in particular was Kurt Angle versus Booker T to see who's going to get Booker T's wife, Queen Charmel. 
And Kurt Angle has a promo where he talks about how he's not just into sexuality, he's into bestiality. (laughs) And he commits so hard. You see him trying so hard to get this over that you legit were like, yo, Kurt Angle's coming off like a crazy psychopath in this. And I'm trying to keep a straight face while watching it. And I can't, I can't, like, I can't do it. It it was so hard to watch. And I just, I'm sure you loved it. I just don't know how, I don't know how it got over. I don't know. How does someone say yes when they get pitched that? So here's the pitch, Jeff. We're going to have Booker T and Kurt Angle to wrestle. But but Kurt Angle has ulterior motives. He wants the one thing Booker T could never live without. King Booker loves his queen. He wants Queen Charmel. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. But he doesn't want to have sex with her. He wants to have bestiality sex with her. And we're going to say that on live national television. Oh, God damn. That's a great idea. Like, how does that Here's get how, to, here's how, how the wrestler that... responds. What did Vince say? Vince said that's a good idea. Yeah, let's try it. Let's try it. I just want to keep my job. <laughs> I'd like to keep my job. You ain't lying, dude. You ain't lying. <laughs> there's no way anyone would. Um, there's no way anyone in. in it's, this isn't even a modern day thing. It's not like we're looking backwards and going, well, it was a different time. Bestiality has never been a thing <laughs> that anybody was like, yeah, well, it is 1992. No, it's always been a problem. It's, or not a problem. But it's always been a thing that's been frowned upon. <laughs> even now in the most wildly sexual liberal times of, of history of our planet, people are still going, no, 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 not bestiality. That's not part of the. The, the group everything else it's, i barely yeah. have to be okay with yeah. but not that not that one that's still inappropriate and then the two best were one you mentioned already and we've talked about it before but i can talk about it all day long every day because i love wrestling is stone cold and vince mcmahon because it's the employee beating the crap yes. out of their boss fantasy coming true for all of us and the other one is eddie guerrero and Rey mysterio and the Who's Your Poppy Dominic storyline. I loved this. Now, I will say this. I love every story that Eddie's been in, even the bad ones, all right? Because I loved Eddie Guerrero. It was He wrestled so differently than everyone else. He broke rules as a good guy. When I was a kid, I always liked the bad guys because they broke the rules. Cool. They would cheat. They would, they would grab the rope to get more leverage on the submission, and the ref would be like, hey, I can't do that. And he's okay. And then I'll do it again. <laughs> and they would never get disqualified, so why would you stop? And this was a good guy. People were cheering for him, and it made me feel just and rooting for the Iron Sheik back in the day, as anti-American as I must have been. The Hoosier Poppy one was like nighttime soap opera like Melrose Melrose Place or Dallas or Falcon's Crest back in the day. The hardcore, no Falcon's Crest. But Dallas was like the more mainstream one, right? And it was the Ewing family and, and all that kind of crap. Very Game of Thrones, but in the oil industry. And this had that kind of drama because it was, I slept with this person, you slept with this person, who's really his father? And they brought Ray's actual son out there for these segments. And he was such this, he's not asshole Dominic that we all hate today and is already so over the moment he opens his mouth, they boo him. This was sweet boy, looked like he was 10 years old, looking up into the eyes of his father. (laughs) It was so heartbreaking. And then to get to watch them fight, and I had seen them fight in WCW, when Eddie was ripping off Luchador's masks and shit, being the most disrespectful professional wrestler in the game. 
And then to get to watch them do that magic all over again and even evolve it so much because they were both so much better was just crazy. So that I can I can give love to the Attitude Era just only twice. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid back appeal and down home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. So because we've talked so much about the Vince McMahon getting his ass beat by his employee or Vince or Stone Cold getting to beat up his boss, I'd like to say, maybe put this out there for debate. There is a show called Dark Side of the Ring that, that Chris Jericho and team make. Yeah, I've seen that Season show. three just came out. They're on Vice. Uh, you can watch them on YouTube. You can watch them on a lot of things. There's an episode, season two, episode seven. Uh, it's it's about David Schultz, the guy who slapped the reporter to be like, is that real? Yeah. Does that seem fake to you? John, that- John Moffat, I think, yep. was the guy's name. Something like that. Mostaf, something like that. And screw that guy, man. Yeah, it sucked. And, and that's what they try to make the entire episode about. But what's fascinating is when they're introducing the the wrestling fans or the, the viewer who might not be aware of wrestling at all, because you don't need to like wrestling to watch those episodes. They're very good. They introduce you to a wrestler named David Schultz. Now, everything about David Schultz and everything about what David Schultz and Vince McMahon told storyline was almost like the dress rehearsal for what they did with Stone Cold Steve Austin. They did every single thing that that you see Stone Cold do with Vince. David Schultz once did with Vince, and he was the most over bad guy. In, in all of like wrestling until that slap. When the slap happened, they're like, shit, we're going to get sued. Let's send him off to Japan. 
maybe we can revisit this when he comes back or like once this kind of whole thing blows over. And then David Schultz basically got like blacklisted because it cost the company so much money. and It was a huge thing. But they did everything. They did David Schultz pulling a gun on Vince and Vince being like, ah, God, is that loaded? Like in the whole thing. And they kind of did a more candy corn version of that when it came to. That's the- right. They had like a, a promo of him with his family yep. and he was like, like beating his kids yeah, or something they or cussing them out. Every single this. thing yeah. where it was like this guy <laughs> who's just a real Texas rattlesnake who ain't afraid to tell the boss how it is. And I'm just, that's the guy that I am. And he was getting, he was over as a bad guy. Same way Stone yeah. Cold was very, not a classic face or baby face. It worked. And so I think that's interesting. It was almost like he learned from his mistakes because they got a lot of trouble being like, David Schultz is like literally like, talking trash to his wife and being like, don't talk back and like smacking his children around and then like pulling a real gun on Vince McMahon. And so then they took those elements and they're like, all right, well, Vince Stone Cold could be like a white trash guy, but we don't want him hitting a woman. So let's leave that out of there, even though Vince, even though Stone Cold did do that in real life a few times. But then they kept the parts that worked, you know, the parts of like him screwing with the boss and him, you know, not taking no shit from nobody. And then they kept the gun part, except instead it had a little flag that said bang that made Vince pee himself in the ring. That's right. It's almost like they took everything they learned from the David Schultz, Vince McMahon story and made it a bigger, better, stronger thing that made Stone Cold the biggest wrestler in in arguably the history of wrestling he became famous for something else after he stopped wrestling he became like a bounty hunter and like like, that's what which was was crazy there was a case in puerto rico that he helped out i remember because my popos had a butcher shop that was close to the place where he busted a guy in puerto rico and that's that's right he was a bounty hunter and I thought he was a cop, but yeah, bounty. Yeah, hunter. it was like it was amazing how good he was at it. He was like immediately good at being a bounty hunter, which is kind of funny. Yeah, he beat your ass for real, dude. The guy was big. And man. I think the worst storyline that I can think of off the top of my head, they did a story where Triple H was revealing the past of Kane, and in the story, he was like, I, I don't know how this even got passed. You're talking about pitching episode or pitching storylines to wrestlers and how did they agree? Basically, they alleged that Kane was so in love with a woman that he not only like sexually assaulted her, but he, she died. He killed her. What? And Triple H tells the story of how like this whole thing was covered, and that's why that's why Kane was really gone so long is because he had uh, done this terrible thing to a woman, and like and the story is so awful that it shows. Triple H going into the coffin of the young lady that is deceased and Triple H having sex on television with a woman in a coffin. And you can't see no. the swear to you. It's, you look it up. It's the worst storyline I've ever, ever seen. And I, no. The only reason I remember is because I was alive. It's not like I'm, I went looking for the worst things. Like I remember being like, this is crazy. <laughs> Kane did that. Like Kane Mert. Like I was really, because I'm, you know, even now struggle with what's real and what's storyline. I definitely was struggling with it when I was 12. So I'm going, wait, did Kane really kill a lady? Man, wait, I can't support this guy. He killed a lady. And like, it was really, really, really gross. A really weird story. That sounds worse than the Hulk Hogan, Kevin Sullivan one when he gets <laughs> yeah. like transported to the netherworld and he's like, where's all the Hulkamaniacs? <laughs> yeah. I can't find it. He's like horrified and scared. Do you think that was a suburban <laughs> commando idea? God, I hope not. I think I maybe mean, they were doing that because they were trying to like segue into like him doing the movies. Because Kevin Sullivan's in Suburban Commando. I can't. Oh my God. I let's rank 
actors <laughs> or wrestlers turned actors from worst to first. Here we go. Okay. Worst, I'm going to say Hulk Hogan because he was absolutely horrible in all those movies. Wait, you're saying then the worst ever say too? Hulk Hogan. Oh, you as think far he's as the like worst? Acting in movies. Okay. Yeah. Then from there, it gets significantly better. If you count Zeus, Tiny Zeus Lister, then we could. Nah, he'd be high up there because he was good in Friday. Next would be The Rock. Then would be John Cena. And then I'd put Batista at the top of that list because that dude gets better every single movie. Batista's he, a fun. Those are right. the- you see Knock in the Cabin by M. Night Shyamalan? Yeah. Yeah, bro. And here's what's crazy is like, and John and, and The Rock both are good actors, but they're doing the same thing. Like, that's their vein. They know it. That's their that's their brand, and they stick with that. That's never going to challenge you and 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 help you evolve until they do something like an independent that's out of that character. Dave won't do the same character twice unless it's a sequel. Like he just won't. Yeah. Like he challenges himself constantly with different types of roles, from that weird hospital movie with Jodie Foster where he's the orderly, all the way to Knock at the Cabin, all the way to Dune, all the way to everything he does is different. Man, he's tried. Like a kid comedy, he's tried. I think he's tried a cop comedy. Eventually, I'm sure he'll do a rom com. Like, I I know he's looking for different stuff, and I respect him so much for that. But he's the best actor out of out of every wrestler. I think, I think honorable mention is Andre the Giant, Ooh. Princess Bride. Double honorable mention, Andre, and I forgot Rowdy Roddy Piper from They Live. Oh, I love artwork of that movie all over my house. Or Hell Comes to Frogtown, Roddy Piper was in, which was really good. Andre the Giant also played Sasquatch in the um, the Million Dollar Stop Man. It. <laughs> he did, but that wasn't acting. He just grunted and yeah, had that's hair true, on his face. But he was cool. I just he's two of my favorite he things. He was cool. A Bigfoot cool. and a wrestler, two of my favorite things. Sasha Banks is in Mandalorian. Let's give that time credit. Let her have more work. Yeah, let her have more work on camera, and then she can she can work her way into that into that group. The Longest Yard had a bunch of wrestlers in it, and he, there's a scene that is so cringy. That I feel like if anybody started to like flare, like just even start to put that on maybe TikTok or something, like Stone Cold would like lose his career if people if more people oh, do that, were aware people. of that scene. It is so cringy. Kevin Nash played Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and was also in that that's stripper right. movie. So that's pretty big. Shout out to Kevin Nash. I love Kevin Nash. I got to work with him a little bit. I love on Kevin Nash. A and E show, and he was so cool, dude. He was such a cool guy. He was talking to me about PRP that platelet replacement stuff where they take your cells out and spin them and then maybe that's his secret huh? that's how he got to be six foot ten and looking great at age whatever i feel like he and i look a lot alike wouldn't you agree you and kevin nash yeah you're not six foot ten he's a freak but i'm up there i'm up there (laughs) well i think the worst actors and this will be very controversial the worst wrestler (laughs) actors because i agree with you batista's number one him as Drax is is so good, and him him as dude, he's the man. It's just such a good actor. So I think the worst, and maybe I'm biased. Ronda Rousey, terrible. She was in what is she Expendables. Oh, yeah, she was in. She's Stallone's in like pretty movie. much yeah, any kind of was, action. She's thing. not an actor though. Yeah, she's terrible. And then I think uh, John Cena's not good. I think John Cena was phenomenal in the movie Trainwreck, and I was like, oh, this dude can act. Like that was really good, and he. There was good delivery, good timing. Well, that was that romantic comedy, right? Yeah, and Amy Schumer's a professional comedian, so I sh- the script was probably so funny that it was easy to make John Cena look funny because John Cena knows how to read lines and whatever. He was good in that. And he was great, and it was very, very funny. And I was like, oh, man, he's got a future in acting. And then everything he's done since, I, I don't buy it. He has to play like some crazy character that doesn't that might only work because the character's so crazy. Like, let's say Dave Bautista 
as Drac. Like, let's say everything else he did was bad. You could be like, well, maybe Drac was just an easy character to play because it's very one-dimensional. So I think that's what's happened with Cena. I don't think he's that great of an actor. I think he was in one good thing. And the same with Ronda Rousey. She points a gun at people and runs around as an action star. It's like, those are the two worst, I think. I think Hulk Hogan just doesn't know how to Fair be enough. anybody but Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well, that's not his fault. Exactly. He, that's why, I want, that's why I'm not saying he's the worst. Is because I think Hulk Hogan's just like, I'm the Hulkster, baby. Whether you make him an alien or whether you make him a nanny, he's going to be like, oh, what's up, brother? Like he, that's he why just, I'm saying he's not He's not an actor. To me, it's like Ronda Rousey. He's not an actor. Yeah, it's he, not fair. To he just doesn't know how to do it. Yeah. So those, right, those are mine. Well, this episode was all over the place, but I had a lot <laughs> of fun doing it. You guys, stay tuned for Thursday. Bonus content. We'll touch a little bit on my favorite storyline that I was ever a part of, and we'll probably side quest and go off the rails again on that too. On behalf of Jeff Dye, we'll see you all Thursday. Peace. Peace. We love you. Follow us on Instagram, Wrestling with Freddy. Twitter is WWFreddyPod. Follow us on all the socials so you can submit your questions for the Federation. This has been a production of iHeart's My Cultura Podcast Network. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.